You see, as great as our Christian experience has been, if we're only willing to jump in and help someone once in a while or only financially support something occasionally, then as real and as special as our Christian faith is, our Christianity will never fit just right. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. As you listen to On the Bright Side, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at Bobby's church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. No matter what your situation is, Bobby has the gift of being able to relate and empathize. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach Bobby Bollinger. You know, giving, reaching out, and serving others is something that just fits. It fits the life of someone who is committed to a Christian walk. And the reason I say it fits is because have you ever been involved in something that didn't fit? I remember when I made one of my first trips to Asia on business. We stopped over in Hong Kong for a few days, and it seemed like there was a sign on every street corner that said, custom-tailored suits, $100. Well, I couldn't believe it. I felt like I had to get in on that deal. So I had my host take me in to get fitted for a couple of those custom-tailored suits. So we went into a place, and they quickly measured me, and they said they could have the suits ready. Are you ready for, about, ready for this? In about 24 hours. Well, the next day, I went in to get the suits. And since I wasn't born yesterday, I said I wanted to try them on. No problem, said the tailor. So I put the suit on. I looked in the mirror, and the tailor stands behind me, cleverly pulling the jacket in just the right way as to make it seem to fit perfect. And he said, ah, you very handsome. Well, I didn't have time to leave the suits with him anyway, so I brought them home. And the first time I put the suit on one Sunday, I noticed that one button didn't line up with the hole and the left pant leg was about two inches too short. Needless to say, my custom tailored suit required more custom tailoring before it could be worn anywhere. Well, what happened there in Hong Kong was a lot like we Christians can be when it comes to going out of our way to reach out to others. We approach it like I did, believing I could get a quality, custom-tailored suit for $100. But it's not likely to happen. 
when that's all the time and money you're willing to invest. You see, as great as our Christian experience has been, if we're only willing to jump in and help someone once in a while or only financially support something occasionally, then as real and as special as our Christian faith is, our Christianity will never fit just right. We will never wear it the way Christ intended us to. However, when we can develop this giving and serving part of our faith, and it becomes an integral part of who we are as a person and as a church, then our faith fits us like a finely tailored custom suit. Not a cheap Hong Kong $100 suit, but one that took a lot of time and effort and sacrifice to get it right. Our church has always been an example of what can happen when we come together to share God's love with others. I've said this so many times, but when we give of ourselves and our resources, we put our faith in God into action. We stop talking about what we're going to do, and we start doing it. I don't know who said this quote, but I like it. It says, some men dream worthy accomplishments, while some stay awake and do them. When we give of ourselves and we learn to give our resources, that's when our Christianity finally fits. And that's when something good will happen. In Jesus' name. Did you know that you are the master of your money? Stay right there to learn a few simple steps to become a better master over your finances. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners, if you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer and sell premium high demand flashlights that consumers love. Nebo is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. And here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy Buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, we invite you to become a Nebo dealer. Start turning profits like never before. See for yourself. Let us send you a free, no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light. That's right, get a free Nebo light and the Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197 or NeboDealer.com. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. But first I want to talk about our attitude. Don't you just admire people who always have a great attitude? I mean, you know, you know people, we all know people who just seem to always look at things on the bright side. I mean, I like this, I like this attitude right here. Two giraffes are standing on the deck of Noah's Ark. They're looking out over nothing but water. Finally, one giraffe speaks. Wasn't this couple's cruise a great idea? <laughs> I love that attitude. And that's what I want to talk about, uh, our attitude, but I want to talk about our attitudes with money. 
Because it's easy to get off track when it comes to money. And when that happens, we sometimes create a money monster that overpowers our life. So what are some of the signs that a money monster is sticking his head up in your life? Well, I'll give you a few. If you're taking unnecessary risk with your money by chasing every get-rich scheme or just gambling period, it's a sign that things could be out of whack. And if you deny yourself basic needs and small luxuries because you're afraid you'll run out of money, well, it's a sign that you may have an unhealthy issue. And if you indulge your every whim with money or credit cards because you've already figured out that you'll never get ahead anyway, it's a sign that you have a wrong perspective on what money is all about. And if you're fantasizing about a new house or a new car, or you're always talking about someone else's new house or new car, then I'm afraid the money monster has already entered the room. And, this is important, if you're making excuses for not paying your tithes, then it's a clear sign that the money monster is taking control of your life. You see, there's just all kinds of unhealthy and destructive ways that this money monster can enter our life. Sometimes we need to be pinched. Someone's got to say, what in the world are you thinking? Today, that somebody's going to be me, even though I have to tell you, I've had plenty of dealings with the money monster myself. So what I'm going to tell you today is certainly a reminder to me to keep the money monster out of my own life. You see, as a young man, I didn't have the right perspective on money because I thought it was a completely admirable trait to be pursuing money and success with everything that was in me. And I actually believed that it made up for not fulfilling my responsibilities as things such as a husband or as a, as a father. And as I learned painfully that there's a difference between pursuing a goal and being obsessed with it. You see, obsession is an act of selfishness because everything has to become second to it. So I believe the answer is to attack the money monster and to do it this way. We start by proclaiming this very well-known but powerful word. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Say that with me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Today's version of that could be, the Lord is my banker. I have everything I need. And you say, I can't help it. It seems so natural to want things. Well, it is natural until you put all your trust in the Lord. And then you'll find that you want less of anything but what He has for you. The Word says that when we want things, that money can buy too much, that it, be, it, it can become our master. It says no one can serve two masters. You can't serve both God and money. So to serve God, you absolutely have to put money in the right place. We have to be honest with ourselves, and we have to acknowledge that God is more important than our money. More important than the money in the bank, more important than our pursuit of it, and more important than our lack of it. The Apostle Paul said this, he said, I've learned how to be happy whether I have much or little. I've learned the secret of living in every situation. And I think we, we all have to admit that we let money problems affect our attitudes and our moods. 
But when we do that, we're letting money be our master. And when we do that, we're letting the monster, the money monster, take control. Paul was trying to teach us something. He was trying to say that money issues are a fact of life. And it's a test that we all have to pass. You know, when we have the right perspective on money, we want to be obedient with our tithing. Because we know it belongs to God whether we think we have enough left over for us or not. And we want to give it to Him. And when we do, we immediately enjoy the benefit of some very powerful promises. One of them is, by being obedient, you're blessed. You're favored by God. And the Word says He will rebuke the devourer on our behalf. That means He'll squash the money, the money monster for you. Another promise is one I tell you all the time. According to Malachi, our obedience opens the floodgates of heaven to blessings so great we can't even handle it. Did you know that if you took the first four books of the New Testament, the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that one out of every ten verses deals with money? And did you know that there are 500 verses in the Bible on prayer? There's less than 500 verses in the Bible on faith, but there's over 2,000 verses on money and possessions in the Bible. You see, God knows this is important. And you see, our attitude about money is critical if we're going to live an overcoming Christian life. So, I need to ask you today, is there a money monster working his way into your life? And if he's getting the best of you, He's just got to go. You may have heard of John Wesley, the famous English evangelist in the, in the 1700s. He was so determined to make the point that everything he had belonged to God that he said this. He said, when I die, if I leave behind me just $10, you and all mankind may bear witness against me that I have died a thief and a robber. When we put God first... And we just simply trust him. The money monster dies. And that's when we'll find ourselves in a place where amazing things will happen. In Jesus' name. Money has the potential to become too important in our lives and can cause all kinds of temptations. Stay right there to hear some biblical advice about finances that will comfort and strengthen you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right, get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. 
We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on The Bright Side. First, I want to encourage you and your finances today. Because if you're having money trouble, I want you to know that there's hope for your situation. And more important, there is help for you today through the wisdom and the power of God's Word. Now, how many know there is power in the Word of God? Did you know that when Jesus was challenged and tempted by Satan, that he kept using these three words to put the devil in his place? What were they? It is written. You see, once it's written, once it's in God's Word, then that's it. So there's truth and there's power in the word, and the word shares with us truth and power in regard to our finances. So I want to share with you my favorite verses of scripture that keeps me centered and gives me perspective on all the issues that I have with money. The first scripture I want to share is a promise. It's in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, and it goes like this, and my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Well, you know, when I read that, I can't help but to say, hallelujah. What a promise. You know, if your heart had pockets, you would want to take this verse and put it in there and zip it up. Take it wherever you go, because whatever we go through with money, God will meet our needs. Notice he didn't say that he might meet our needs. He didn't say he would meet some of our needs. God said he would meet all of your needs. Praise the Lord. The next verse that has meant so much to me in my life is a simple instruction. And you've heard me say it many times. It's Malachi 3 verse 10. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house And test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have room enough for it. Now, to me, this is one of the most remarkable scriptures in the Bible. It not only tells us what we should do, but it tells us what will happen if we do it. It's an instruction with a promise attached, and the Lord is actually daring you and I to test him and to watch him work work miracles in our financial lives. The third scripture is important because it's a warning. 1 Timothy 6.10, for the love of money is a root of all evil. Now, why is this warning meaningful to us? It is because money has the potential to become too important in our lives. Having plenty of money can cause all kinds of obsessions and temptations. And not having money can elevate its importance and cause us to obsess on how to get more of it. So we can't forget that we're supposed to acquire money, that we're supposed to use money, but we never fall in love with it. And you might ask, well, how do I know if I love money or not? Well, the answer is usually found when confronted with the prospect of giving some of it away. How about this scripture? Acts 20, 35. The apostle Paul was in prison and he gives his friends 
some advice. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the word the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Did you know that Paul is the only one to document that quote from Jesus? Wouldn't you like to have heard Jesus expand on this subject a little bit more? Well, you know, he probably did. And for some reason, nobody wrote it down. But it is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, let me ask you, can we really live like that? The Lord tells us that if we're givers, we can walk in his blessing. Okay, my last scripture for you is a truth, an eternal truth. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 goes like this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. So simple. It sounds like it was in Proverbs, but it's not. The Apostle Paul is telling us that we are in control of our generosity. And there is an equal reaction to our action. So, is this another test for us, just like in Malachi? Yes, it absolutely is. Are you struggling with financial matters in your life this morning? I hope you'll remember these words from the Word today. And of course, there are many more good words about finances in the Bible that can comfort you. They can strengthen you and they can give you peace and hope that God will indeed meet all your needs through Christ Jesus. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com 
or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.